David, I will clap three times. Hello, football-loving audience. This is Flag on the Play, your new favorite NFL podcast. Our fearless leader, Danny, is locked in a faraway dungeon somewhere, so I'm filling in as host for today. Uh, we've received smoke signals and messages via carrier pigeon that Danny is okay. No need to worry. We're running a skeleton crew here today. Uh, but fear not, Sebastian and I will guide you for this week. Hey, what's happening, College Where you ever shows off the caps? I'm good, Sebastian. How are you? Oh, no, it's cool, Tim. I thought you were going to keep going, but that's my fault. So, mm, through through this week, as a bright-eyed college tour giver shows off their campus. You got it. I couldn't have said it better than myself. No problem. All right, and the NFL Week 1 started with a bang. Upsets, ties, and dramatic swamp to the weekend. We have all the coverage you never asked for right here. Let's kick things off with the lightning round. I got to get myself psyched up. Tenure Ron Burgundy. I uh, thank you. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. The defending Super Bowl champion Rams hosted Josh Allen and the Bills Thursday night to kick off the 2022 NFL season in one of the most highly anticipated matches of the year. Rams quarterback Matt Stafford promptly threw the game away while Allen and his rowdy band of Buffaloes ran roughshod. Von Miller found his spiritual center and showed it off with a triangular haircut. On Sunday, it was time to rise up! The Falcons, as Atlanta does, built up a huge lead over the arch-rival Saints, and then blew it. New Orleans scored 17 in the fourth quarter and won on the walk-off field goal thanks to Will Lutz. Once again, Cordero Patterson is the only Falcons player worth anything. The Bears win Bears. over the 49ers in a huge upset. The game might as well have been played in a swimming pool. Fields threw a couple tubs to some bums. Promising. Trey Lance didn't. QB controversy in San Fran again? Joe Burrow and the Bengals turned over the ball five times and still almost won in a wild game that stood out in the week of wild games. More on that later. Zach Taylor should be fired. The Steelers' defense is still great. Their offense is not. Acquiring A.J. Brown was a bigger deal than I thought. I would like to officially apologize to Jalen Hurts for downing his Eagles. Also, the Lions, decent. Just not decent enough to pull out the win as the Lions lose 38-35. To a season, just bang, kidding. Bang, bang, Dolphins and... game. <laughs> just bang, kidding. Tyreek and Waddle season. Dolphins blow the doors off the pads despite middling QB play. Finns win 20-7 even though the game was essentially over at halftime. Hey, this man. Lamar dominates the Jets, finding Devin Duvernay for two scores and Rashad Bateman for another. Flacco is under center for the mean green. I don't think the Jets trust Zach Wilson. Carson wins. Wentz shines in his comedy's debut, finding the end zone three times. Then he choked it. Then the Jags counter-choked it. Same old Jags. Baker's revenge was not to be. The Browns relied on a stout running game and gritty defense to walk out of Carolina with a win. Browns are 1-0 for the first time since 2003. That's sad. Colts and Texans tied. Matt Ryan got off to a slow start in his Colts debut, but led a late rally to force overtime in 2020. But they couldn't get it done, and we have our first tie of the season. Giants win! Jones stunk, but Barkley's back. Giants head coach Brian Dable calls a shot with a two-point version to go up 21-20, and they hold on to beat the Titans. Tannehill ain't it. I'm sorry, Julian, and Dolphins homers everywhere. Chiefs will be fine without Tyreek. Pat tosses five tubbies. Cardinals too busy gaming. The Durs and the Jers. Derek Carr looked like Derek Crap at times, but Jay Herbo looks poised for an MVP-type season. Devontae Adams is still the best receiver in football. Trouble in D-Town as Dak goes down. Bucks lean on SNF Lenny to grind out a win against the boys. Brady will be fine. And to cap it all off, Geno is him! Russell Wilson couldn't finish the job against his former team and loses to the Seahawks. Geno's haters wrote him off, but he never wrote back. And that is your NFL Week 1 
lightning round. Well, damn, that was beautiful. I gotta say, that was that was well done. Also, Broncos country, don't ride. <laughs> They're not riding anywhere They're except not, the unemployment line. But you know, I feel like we're having a disturbance here, real quick. Like, yeah. like some, like something's coming in, and we can't. It's like a what? What is this? What is I this can't, sort I of? Can't quite make it out. I'm, I'm receiving a transmission from, from places unknown. I've got it right here on my computer. D- Danny, is that you? What is going on, everyone? He's locked in you? Elon dungeon. He's locked in Elon's dungeon. Ah, ah! ass engineer. Ah. Before we dive right in, make sure to follow the podcast right here on Spotify to stay up to date with everything flag on the play and NFL. All right. So weighing in on the Bears week one here, to be honest, I didn't even make it through watching this whole game. I was a little bit busy at the time, but I managed to watch the first half, which Sadly for me, it was the worst part of the game. Uh, the Bears actually did not even score in the first half. Pretty slow, 7-0 at halftime. Everyone was pretty high on the 49ers to win this game. Uh, and I, I was kind of in that group and really had no hope. But I kept periodically checking the score later. And then, boom, 19 unanswered points. I was shocked to see this. Uh, Justin Fields made some huge plays. The defense honestly played lights out this entire game. Um, With Trey Lance as the new San Francisco quarterback, we weren't really sure what to expect. Uh, But they still have crazy players all over the place like Debo Samuel. And the Bears defense held them to only 10 points the whole game, which is pretty impressive. It's just the Bears offense in recent years has had huge struggles getting anything going. Um, But overall, pretty impressed with the team. And I was surprised that we got this upset uh, week two, we're heading to Green Bay. It's going to be probably a different story. I actually have Rodgers on one of my fantasy teams, and he only put up three points, which sucked for me, but I just know now going into week two, he's going to put up like record numbers against the Bears because uh, that's just my luck. But overall, uh, not as doom and gloom with the Bears as I usually am, but you know, as soon as I get like that, we're going to lose to the Lions or some shit. So, uh, yeah. Wow. It's so good to hear Danny's voice. I wonder how he's... Are they feeding him? Where do you think I mean, he is? Probably. I mean, you know, Elon's probably not working him that hard. You know, he's not a... He's not a whip, well, I don't know. He's South African, so he might be the whip-cracking type. Oh, my I don't know. God. <laughs> so, he's pro- he probably got Danny doing, like, calculations and stuff. He, pro- he probably whip-cracks on the factory workers that make the Teslas, you know? He's probably yeah. like, hey, my, my smart people, I gotta, I gotta threaten them with, like, not enough money. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Musk makes all of his plays using abacus rather than a calculator. It seems like something he would do. I feel like Musk should buy a couple NFL teams for fun. I think he should. The Broncos were up to sale. He missed his opportunity. I mean, what about Pittsburgh or Cincinnati? Ah, I like that. You're keeping me on track. Nice. All right, so let's move into the top games of last week. We had a ton to pick from, but we're going to limit it to three for the sake of time. So, Sebastian, why don't we kick things off with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh? What's your take? I... Oh, God. God, I don't know, man. That was such a great... I don't know. Like, I don't like Pittsburgh at all. Like, no, I, 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 wish that, I wish that city would burn down in a molten tonnage of metal just oh sweeping through like a tidal wave. I but, wish I could say I, could, I disagree, but I don't. But that was a great game. Like, I, I don't know. I wanted the Bengals to win for sure because, you know, Jermaine Burrow, you know. But... Minka Fitzpatrick, I wish the Dolphins never traded him as we bring this around to the Dolphins. But as we do. I don't know. Like like I, I don't know how they fed up how they how they've how they bleeped up the kick because like <laughs> like good catch. You're welcome. 
But like, <laughs> how? Because I think they said they had like a new holder or something like that. Or a new yeah, kicker? I don't know what happened. I think that's on Evan McPherson. Um, he has missed a few in college when they really needed him. I, I think uh, I think back to 2020 LSU, Evan needed to be clutched there, missed him. Seems to be creeping back up into his Bengals days. I, it was like bad though. Like, and then and then like the problem is I didn't watch the first part of overtime because I had to go somewhere, so I I didn't really hear either because I think they were playing a different game on the radio, and like. The, I think we're playing the Dolphins game, so you know, glory be today. But like, I didn't hear like what happened because did they miss? Did he miss another kick in overtime? He did. Yes, he missed. Oh, two that's what I was. That's what I was wondering because I'm like because nobody said anything about. I'm like, what they do? Go for it on fourth down, and then they and then they didn't go. They get it. Why didn't they kick? And then now, okay, it makes more sense now. Good lord, man. My mother is distraught because she had Evan McPherson in her fantasy team and he missed that many kicks. She is distraught. Living. I mean, distraught. like, well, the bigger problem is, too, is was that Cincinnati that, no, that was the Broncos that didn't punt it. That didn't, yeah. that didn't wait out the clock before. No, oh, was it? we'll get to the Broncos. No, I think that was, I think that was Cincinnati. Like, before they punted it to the Steelers, they should have waited out the clock to its entirety. I mean, they left like 14 yes. seconds. And the Steelers kicked the field goal while time ran out. So if they just left it, they would have forced the Steelers to rush more. And at worst, they would have gotten a pick six or a tie or would have gotten a, an interception to be able to kick another field goal. But yeah. instead, they're looking down the barrel of 0-1. I, I can't say I didn't see it coming. The Steelers' defense has been good every single year. Yeah, but Watt's out now. But they have, they have Miles Jack now. So that's a, that's a good one. Yes. I, oh, my God. So. Stupid Dolphins didn't sign Miles Jack. <laughs> anyway, so semi fortunate news for the Pittsburgh Steelers as it is revealed that TJ Watt's pectoral is not fully torn. He will be oh. back for six weeks. It is not a season oh, it's the muscle. injury. Then it's it the, the muscle. muscle. Then. Yeah. Uh, so the Steelers will be fine on defense once TJ Watt is back. They have some nice pieces to fill in, but I do have concerns about their offense. Mr. Trubisky did enough to get it done, but not much else beyond that. So, and I don't expect the Cincinnati Bengals to continue to struggle. I chalk I mean, this one up to week one, no preseason, uh, just silly mishaps. I, I think the Bengals will be fine. Uh, and, you know, we, we do this every year with the Steelers. We're like, oh, they're going to be so what? bad. They're well, I feel like lost, blah, blah, blah. But they're always decent every year. I feel like the receiving core should have been a little better that game, though. Like, you I know, agree. I mean, like, because picking, like, the way people were talking about George Pickens, NFL young boy. Uh, they've been talking about him like he's like the next like moss, like he was ready to go, and like he gets one catch for three yards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, slow debut uh, from Pickens, but I thought Deontay Johnson had a nice game. Claypool had a good, good showing. So a lot of skill in in Pittsburgh. So it I think really they, who's even their running back right now? Najee Harris. Oh, that's right, Najee. But he's out, right? He's probably out for like a week or two or something at most. So that's going to be bad for them on the next next few go-arounds until he's back. Story came out of Cincinnati that Joe Burrow sat in his locker for an hour, full uniform, no shower, looking forward after the game because he was so upset. The rest of the league is on watch. I'd be upset too if my kicker missed the extra point after I like went down he got he got a touchdown to Jamar Chase they called it back and they didn't and and Zach Taylor whatever whatever they're yes okay Zach Taylor should should have challenged that should have yes but we've been saying it for a year now Zach Taylor is nothing more than a cheerleader and should be fired 
He's bad coach. But anyway, so speaking of bad coaches, Broncos Seahawks, what a disaster of a game this was. Broncos coach. Geno Smith, that's right. his Seahawks starter debut, takes it, it to Russell good. Wilson and his Broncos, and he was good. Geno like, was, was great. Where was this Geno Smith when the Jets had him? That's I, I'm sure every New Yorker is asking the same question, well, but it looks I like think, Pete I Carroll think, was able to unlock something in Geno that nobody uh, else could. It wasn't any. It was basically just he basically took the system he used to have Russell Wilson in when they had the Legion of Boom and just took out all the plays where Gino ran. How many times did he run at all? I, I yeah, he had a couple nice runs. He had a couple about of, a nine-yard so, yeah. gain. So basically he just took a I wouldn't say completely watered down, but probably like a like a like a seventy-five to like sixty percent watered down version of the old system he had with Russell during the Legion of Boom and just gave it to him and was like, listen, do this, this. If you're not comfortable with anything, we'll take these plays out. We'll just run shit, you know. And that's probably that's why he did so well. I I wouldn't because I mean like you know how like some coaches like they they pre they do like a fir- a few plays like they like script them. Yeah. Like their their first five. I I wouldn't be surprised if like he probably had more than five plays scripted. I would believe that, and it also makes me question what the hell Nathaniel Hackett was doing on that other side. Was he not scripting plays and just kind of hoping that his team would out talent the Seahawks, especially at the end? I think that- the well, the problem is the fumbles killed them because they were they were driving Absolutely. and they were doing well, and then they just kept fumbling, and it was just an issue. That's you know what I mean. Like that's going to kill you every time. It doesn't matter. Like you know, I mean Wilson Wilson threw a lot of yards and not a lot of touchdowns, which is a bigger issue. Oh yeah, so, I've got to take. That's bad. I've got to take. I know there were two goal line fumbles and the Broncos should have won this game, but I'm going mm-hmm. there anyway. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson was carried by Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, all right, I got to remember back to before when they beat the Bears in the playoffs as a seven and nine team, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, Wilson was the only reason they had more than five wins that year. I'm just saying, washed. They saying. they ran into a Broncos team that had no idea what the hell they were doing in that Super Bowl, so that made that made it look easier for them. Russell Wilson was doing well, and I think the only thing I really think is that I feel Pete had more control of that team than people assumed he did, because if he if Russell Wilson was really like out there as a quarterback, you know, like, you know, hey, do whatever you yep. want when you see it. I think he would have audible into Lynch running, but he didn't audible into Lynch running. So either mm. A, he wanted to be the hero, or B, he had not nearly as much power in that offense as people think. I would tend to agree, but I'm sticking with my take. The last thing I want to say about the Broncos Seahawks is that Nathaniel Hackett should be fired, just like Zach Taylor. Wait, should be fired. calm down. He nope. look. I'm not look. calming down. Let calm. me finish this one. Uh, that is a horrible way to manage your clock at the end of that game. There, you yeah, let that the clock actually run was down. bad. That was you bad. let the you clock should... run down for 40 seconds so that you're stuck on well, fourth and fifth at a 64 yard field goal range, and instead of Letting, letting your $250 million dollar quarterback try to get you a first down. You attempt a long kick and you miss and you lose the game. That's fireable right then and there. He's I done. Guess. He's Bottom done. Up. Give him a season. Shush up. Give him a season. You got to give everyone. I mean, like, because this is the, I mean, you know, I've seen, I mean, look at Mike Vrabel. He lost his first game. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but he it got wasn't the... a horrible mismanagement. This guy's in over his head. We'll find out. He's Let's cheeks. Who is he? He's the he's the Rams offensive coordinator. Packers. Packers. He's the Packers off. Who has the he Rams? Was. You're thinking of Kevin uh, O'Connell well, and the Vikings. I mean, I mean, like, the the Packers offense is now a booty butt cheeks all of a sudden. So oh, they're not any receivers. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Durs and the Jers. The Dolphins should have drafted Herbo. <laughs> is this going to be our 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 talking point? Every I'm, time di- I'm dying on I'm dying on this hill because Herbert made Mario Cristobal look like a competent coach, but now. Cristobal coaches the Hurricanes, so now I have to be happy that he's a Hurricane. Yay. 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 All right, but the Raiders are kind of cheeks right now. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't say that Derek Carr played particularly well. He had a couple really ill-advised picks. But Devontae Adams? Very good. Very, Very good. good. Very good. Impressive. Not good enough uh, to beat off old Herbo. I, I could mean, have picked, I could have picked that phrase. Well, they had like they had like no running game either. Like Josh no. Josh Jacobs looked like poo. What, yeah, what did, the Raiders' how, line's not any good. What did What did De'Aaron Waller? I think I think what happened was I got to see De'Aaron Waller's stat line because what I'm assuming might have happened is Carr got a little too enamored with his new toy and was just like probably chucking to him every time, not realizing that he has other. People on the field. Well, he did. He did throw to Renfro a couple of times. Renfro, Renfro that cut country is. And they only lost by five points, dude. Jesus. Ah, uh, they could have won that game. They uh, could have. Carr choked at the end there. Had a Ooh. couple of really bad sacks and picks. Ooh, I didn't realize he had three interceptions. Good yep. lord. Yep, he had a lot okay, of bad Waller, Waller had four for seventy nine, but good lord. Devontae Adams, like, okay, so... He's open every play. No, listen to this. I'll put it like this. Devontae Adams had 17 targets alone. The rest of the Raiders had 18. Wow. The rest of the Raiders, not anybody else, the rest, all of them combined. He is a target hog. So it is a great guy to have on your team. Uh, I'm not going to read too much into this again. I, no, nah, it's not. It's not target hog. Adams thing. It's, is it's be more great still. It's more Carr getting enamored with his new toy and his old his old roommate, his old friend from Fresno. So he threw to him a little too much. But I mean, five points, clean up a couple of those interceptions. That O line looks a little lacking than it did last year. I don't know. They shouldn't have hired Josh McDaniels. They they should have kept that dude with the dope ass last name, whatever that guy's last Sacha. name was. Yeah, they should have kept that dude. They would have won this game. If they kept him. I would believe it because Brandon Staley is a bum. All right, moving Dolphins. into haikus that before, kill. Before that, before that, oh. one one Dolphins blurb. Um, while people's cars were burning down in the lot, the Patriots were burning <laughs> down in the stadium. Now on to haikus that heal. I love it. All right, real low, real real, real close to the mic. Oh, good lord, David's gonna hate you. Bucks Brady is back. SNF Lenny, elite. Micah Parson, sad. That was a fantastic block. Oh, it was disgusting. That was a great block. Beautiful. You want me to take this one? Yep, you're taking this one. <clears throat> Belichick, a bum. Can't do much without Brady. He's a big fat fraud. Beautiful. Beautiful. 
<laughs> Russell Wilson lost. Harried by Pete all that time. Gino is better. Seahawks country, let's fly. Oh, that's nice because they're Hawks. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you take Josh Allen. You take this last oh, one. Okay. Josh Allen is good. Rams won a Mickey Mouse ring. <laughs> Bills first round exit. Yeah. It's about that time, folks. We're going to bring it down low. Get down with the jazz in your soul. It's time for Freeformer with a Sebastian. The Dolphins played a game against the Pats that never seemed the same. Winning 20 to 7, not 7 to 11. Or 11 to 35, like other scores have been. Normally losing to the Bills, to the Patriots, on the side, on the slide. But as we see other games going on, Cincinnati looked like poo, while the Steelers, well, they cleaned up quite nice and ripped them anew. That didn't rhyme, but what you can see and what you can say, what I can say is Russell Wilson, he did not ride. Ooh. Stock slide and Gino gets his new highs and lows Ooh. of the NFL world. Josh Allen does a nice little twirl as he pirouettes into the end zone. Ooh. That's assuming that he did run it in one time. He did it, but ooh. He did. Micah Parsons was quite sad because the block that Lenny had was quite bad. Pushing that man to the side while Mike Evans slides for a touchdown. Ooh. As we see, as we hear, as we see, we see, we see the NFL come back to me. Ooh. This has been Freeform with Sebastian. It's wildly impressive. Thank you. Quite talented. So, All right. We're moving guess, to the betting section of the pod here. Yeah, I think I think we're um I think we got a new little thing going on. We got a new segment. Sebastian is our man. He knows the ins and outs of this league. He will make you money. He will make sure that you can pay back that debt you've been owing to the tax man for the past three years. You can finally get him to go away by gambling it all or whatever Sebastian tells you to do. This is Sebastian's Stone Cold Locks of the Century of the Week. It's time to win that money back from that bozo at the poker table with definitely counting cards. It's time for Sebastian's Stone Cold Locks of the Century of the Week. Hello, good people good betting people of the world. Now, I'm going to give you four games this week to help you win a little chunk of change, if you will. And what you're going to need is a nice little chunk of change to start, because these are some these are, these are going to be ones where the odds are against you. But the odds are actually with you. First, take the Bears over the Packers. I know, I know what you'll say now is, but it's Rodgers. He's, he's going to have a comeback game against the Bears like he always does. But I don't know. I don't know if I could see that happening this week with them actually at. Are they? No, Bears are at Green Bay. Never mind. But still, take the Bears. But it's still a lock. No, it is. I was going to say if they were at Soldier, give me them by like a touchdown for the upset. But, but. If they're in Green Bay, I, I don't know. I feel something. I feel like I feel like they can pull it off at the mm-hmm. very end with a field goal. 
Now, a wild one, a very wild one. Give me Houston to beat the Broncos. Ooh. And say, like, people are going to say, oh, but the Texans are the Texans, but fucking Giraffe Man Davis Mills looks <laughs> nice. That that long neck gives him superior field vision. So while your while your short neck quarterbacks can only see like a normal view of the field, old giraffe man himself is getting the high perch, seeing everything everywhere. And Brandon Cooks is still a good weapon. And I don't know after after last week, I don't know how good Nathaniel Hackett is at defense. So if they don't tighten up, I see. I see Houston being able to take them. At worst, tying again. If Houston gets two ties in a row, that'd be nuts. But Nathaniel Hackett ain't. Shit. But give me Houston to beat the Broncos. Now my third game, and this one's gonna be a wild one, I think. Washington and Detroit tie. <laughs> it's a lock. I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a 23-23 tie. This is insane. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's Why? Gonna be. Because I feel like they're gonna do. I feel like both of those offenses are bad enough that both of those defenses are gonna look better. So it's not gonna be a real high-scoring game. I feel like the Washington Redskins are gonna kick the game-time field goal in regulation. Oh, Pigskins. Sorry, the Washington Pigskins are going to kick the game-time field goal in regulation. But. The Lions are going to kick the game tying field goal to overtime. I dig it. I feel Wentz is going to do bad too. Like that's my thing. I don't know. Like Wentz is never consistent. So he's due. He had too good of a game last week. He's going to regress. And so and my last one, give me the Jets over the Browns. Ah, I will. They'll take. I'll take that one as a lock. By a, touch, a touchdown, a touchdown. Look, there's the there's a lot of things Joe Flacco has done. Be a bad quarterback, win a Super Bowl, get McDonald's after a hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> but there is one thing he does do consistently: beat the Browns. Good point. He's, he's uh, he knows the Browns well from his Ravens days. He's got a exactly. vendetta against these guys. I know it. Exactly. <laughs> Look at this. This is a deep cut pick. No one. We're zigging where everyone else zags. These are your picks. These are what you want to take. Make your money. And if you lose, don't come blaming me. Yeah, not it's our wrong. fault. It's your don't, yeah, don't it's your gamble, own fault. kids. It's your own fault. <laughs> you try We're not to, responsible. You try to blame me for gambling, I'm going to hit you over the head with something heavy. And I, I'll back you up on that one. So. Shall we do some pickaroos? Let's go into week two. Let's get our, our thinking caps on and, and oh, see uh, a, who's coming out. All that's, right. a, that's a mean Thursday night game. I like that one. Yeah, we're starting off with a clanger. Thursday night. Chargers at Kansas City. We talked about the Chiefs a little bit in the uh, lightning round. That The Chiefs are going to be just fine without Tyreek. But, oh boy, those Chargers looked good. They did. I mean... I think this was probably going to be a nice, like, high-scoring affair, 30-plus each. Yes, should be very exciting. But the weird thing about these teams is it's either really high-scoring or really low, last-minute heroics. Absolutely. The Chargers have been incredibly competitive against the Chiefs. Justin Herbert had his breakout game against the Chiefs a couple of years back. 
so he really showed off. I think this is going to be a, an incredibly exciting matchup. Uh, but I'm taking the Chiefs. I think that the uh, Chiefs have too many weapons. I think we saw that uh, with Juju Smith-Schuster. They're able to get uh, Edwards Hilaire involved. They still have Travis Kelsey. Um, Nicole Hardman scored. They've got, they have guys everywhere. Um, while the Chargers, I think, are a little bit more inconsistent at wide receiver. They've got Keenan Allen, but he's doubtful. He had a hamstring injury at the end of, Mike of the Mike Williams still game. there? Mike Williams is still there, but he's got yeah. a tendency to disappear. I don't trust what, that guy. I don't know. He was good. Like the the crazy thing is, he was really good at the beginning of last year. Yeah, he's That's either wild. dominating the game or he's completely invisible. And I see him being a race the game. So I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking um by you know a, a touchdown. Give me a Chiefs by a touch. All right, we're right there with you then. I'm we not back. Told you. I'm not back pedaling. Give me the Jets on this one by a touchdown, baby. I. <laughs> I don't mean to go against your lock here, but I am taking the Browns at home. That's okay. These, these Jets teams are still not good. I'm still pretty listen, better listen, than you're, years prior. But you're see, exactly. Good. You're looking into the past to see the future, my friend. You're not looking into the present. Joe mm. Flacco going to be throwing bombs to their new – I can't remember their new right receiver's name. Is it- <laughs> Gabriel Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. Good lord, I was way off. I was about to say Gabriel Davis, but that's the dude from the, that's Bills. From the Bills. But yeah, I'll take the Jets by a touchdown. All right. Moving into Washington at Detroit. You said this is this is another no backpedal, baby. No backpedal, baby. I don't backpedal. Give me, give me that, give me that tie. 23-23 tie. I still don't trust the Lions. Uh, I think the, that Washington has more talent on their roster. Carson Wentz is an incredibly inconsistent quarterback. When he is on, he is on. I think he keeps his hot streak that he was on last week, builds off the confidence of with a win over the Jaguars, and takes it to Detroit. Uh, Detroit will keep it close. They, they got some dogs in them, so they're going to they're gonna fight to the end, but uh, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up, especially with the emergence of Jahan Dotson. I think Dotson is a big game. I'm taking the commies. Mm-hmm. So Tampa Bay and New Orleans? This one is tough. Give me, give me the Saints and Winston to beat his old team. Touch yeah. by a touchdown. He won I mean, his revenge what's from the last year too. I bet you, I bet you the line's probably like six points. You know what I mean? It's probably like something minor, like six and a half or something for the Saints. But I, I mean, I don't know the Tampa Bay didn't look unbe un- invincible. You know what I mean? Last week they didn't look. Well, like- the Saints have owned Tampa Bay ever since Brady got into town. So. Mm. It's, That's true. This one's tough because I think that and the they all went before that too. Better, yeah. The offense is certainly better for New Orleans this year round. It um, is. There's been all this drama around Tampa Bay, and they may still be figuring it out. But I think Brady is going to be motivated. He doesn't want to have a losing record to the Saints. He's currently five five all time. He moves to six and five in this one. Nah, he's going to move to five and six as the Saints win next week. So now. We get to a nice game of futility. The Carolina Panthers <laughs> versus the New York Giants. Oh, these are my favorite games to pick. Two crappy teams. I love it. I don't I, I mean the problem is with the reemergence of Saquon Barkley, it's hard to pick against the Panthers or pick was... against the, the, the Giants. But Baker showed some fight last week, so it's tough to just be like, oh, they're gonna get rolled over. Yeah, both of these teams have great running backs in McCaffrey and Barkley. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot McCaffrey. Yeah, him. He's healthy. Barkley's he's healthy. He's healthy. Too. 
I know, right? It's like the two. It's the battle. The battle of the injured. Yeah, it's it's the. I got a I got a stone cold lock uh for give me you. it to me. Give me give me if you want to take this bet, give me Christian McCaffrey getting injured in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good bet. Uh, All right. You're taking so, who do you got? It, you got New York? You know what? Give me the Giants. Give me the Giants by a field goal though. I'm gonna call it by three points. Line's probably gonna be like Two two points to the Giants, though. I think the I'll Tigers take them by that last game. I'm taking Carolina. Uh, they got a little bit more talent um, they re- on their receivers with DJ Moore, and I trust Baker Mayfield more than Daniel Jones. Give me the Cats. All right. So now we got ugh, ugh, mm, two two teams that uh, we could probably just build walls around these places and probably oh, be fine. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, New England, the greater New England area, which, you know, is only good for lobsters. And Pittsburgh, which is only good for heart attacks and steel. <laughs> give me Pittsburgh. That's yeah. The ah, so good. Yeah. Give me Pats Pittsburgh. don't have anything. Uh, Mac jo- They have a de- – They f- what's his name? The the fat Matt dude with Judon? the beard. No, 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 no. The the coordinator, the defensive Patricia, Matt Patricia. He's, he's their offensive coordinator right now. That is horrid. Yeah, abysmal. I'm taking the Steelers by a lot. Yeah, I mean, giving the Steelers by ten. That's, I mean, that that is a lot though for a bit. Oh yeah, Indy at Jacksonville. Indianapolis has not won at Jacksonville since 2013. Excuse me, 2014. Uh, I'm taking I, the Jags. I want to take. I want to take the Colts for a bounce back game. I think this is their bounce back game right here. Because, I mean, as bad as they were last week, they, they came back and they tied at the least. You know what I mean? Yep. A win is better than a loss, but a tie. Or a win is better than a tie, but a tie is always better than a loss. So, you know. And I feel like, I feel like um, maybe Matt Ryan's probably got himself going now. He might, be, he might get himself back together. So. And maybe Jonathan Taylor might show a little something. So, I mean, yep. I, might, I might take the uh, Colts by seven here. I think this is going to be a slugfest. ETN, James Robinson both have big days, given the Jags. Now, this game I pick with my heart. This Miami versus one. Miami at Baltimore. We're going to be in Baltimore. Give me – I. you know, it's it's been a while since I've seen the Ravens, the Dolphins beat the Ravens, and I, I have a feeling. They beat them last year. Did they really? Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know, man. I'm used to I'm used to Dolphins, like, looking good and then getting absolutely manhandled. Because remember the year before that when they lost like forty two to like seven. Yes, I so you know what I mean. I'm used to them getting manhandled, but I, I have a feeling we're going two in a row this year. Two a uh, row. Silence. <laughs> I no. think you're getting a preview oh at the God. next Miami Dolphins that, quarterback. That defense last week against the Patriots was hitting everybody so hard. Oh, it was so good. It was I good. It was. Good. I can't remember who who caught, somebody caught a pass, and I think their safety. I want to say his name was Brandon Jones. It was either Matt Holland or Brandon Jones comes flying from out of nowhere and smack one of the Patriots receivers and just loses the ball. I was like, no, they're driving, and then. Bah! <laughs> Ooh, that was a that was a beautiful hit. Man. Oh, I love it. I, I think, think I, I think I think uh, I think uh, Logic is gonna have the Dolphins playing well, and I think they I think they take the the Ravens by at least a field goal. 
I'm taking the Ravens in this one. I think you're getting a preview of Lamar Jackson as the next Miami Dolphins quarterback. A little, a little sneak peek. Give me Lamar I, to the Dolphins in 2022 if Tua doesn't pan out. I'm yeah, to, that. I wouldn't mind that. I really wouldn't mind that if, like, if Tua kind of sucks it up and they're like, all right, we need to do something. I'd be like, all right, maybe, maybe grabbing Lamar Jackson might be a good move. Oh yeah. All right, Atlanta at LA. Who's not that lost last week? It's not Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Atlanta, rise Atlanta. up, rise up. Nah, the Dirty Birds was so much better. But, it really was. Give me the Rams. Yeah, give me the Rams. I feel they're going to come back. Aaron Donald's going to have a monster game defensively. Yep. And Atlanta, gonna... sneaky, sneakily, not terrible, but not not good. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the Rams. I think it was a weird game against the Bills. Uh, Stafford bounces back. Yeah, for sure. What, what, what trades are going on in our league real quick? I'm sorry. Hey, also, by the way, <laughs> I don't care if this is in the podcast. The, the the viewers who also play uh, fantasy football understand this. Kareem Hunt and Chris Olave for Jamar Chase alone is a good trade. That is a horrible trade. That is a great, tra- that is a great trade. I don't know what you're on. So next we got Se- a classic Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle coming in off a good win. San Francisco coming in off, off a, a, very, a very messy loss to the Bears. The Bears. It's always good to have the Brats and watch the Bears. But I I want to say San Francisco's going to roll. Not San Francisco. Uh, Seattle's going to roll. They're going to go 2-0. Yeah. I'm feeling uh, it. I don't know. Gino, yeah. Gino, Gino Smith might have it. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's calling card is a slow start to the season. Uh, Seattle Seahawks are hot. I'm taking Gino, too. I don't like this, but we're, like, we're well, my putting problem our is money is... on, on Gino. It does. It depends because like Trey Lance looked like booty, you know it what was, I mean. Look, that field was an awful condition. It's hard to hold. That was, that was a bad. That was a bad field. So you know, I got You got to see him in a dry. Where are they at? They're, they're, they're at San Fran. Oh, they're at leave. They're at Levi Stadium. Yeah. All right, then hopefully it doesn't rain out. Now we got the Bungles versus the Cowgirls because. Oh my God! That's just a yep. bad game. All right, it's a bad game. I, give me, give me also for that San Francisco Seattle game. Give me Seattle by a touchdown. That's what that's what I meant to say too. Heard that. Uh, so I'm taking Cincinnati here. Dak is out for about eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to get ugly for Dallas fast. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Bengals are going to have a good comeback game. Good two touchdown game. Again, here we go. No backpedaling. Give me Houston. To beat Denver, Texans country, let's ride. Moo. Do you think they should say moo? As no, they're, bull, like they're bulls, bro. They're bulls. What does a bull say? A bull says moo. They'll moo. They like, they like do like elephants. They're like, they like to learn, but without oh, they the make an elephant sound. Not really, but it's more like, rah, rah. like elephants make more of a to learn, to learn. A to learn. I never really knew. A, well, that was made a to learn. It's the sound. That's what it sounds like to me. Tler. You know that's what good. people like look up. Look, look, look up an elephant sound and say Tler in your head while he does it. I think you have a point. But give me Houston to beat the Broncos by a field goal. I'm feeling that one. I, I, I'm taking Denver. Um, they they probably should have won that Seattle game. They're going to clean up those turnovers. Daniel Hackett should still be fired. 
but um, Denver's just Jesus. Give them like give them. There's a it's a 17 game season now. Give them till like week 10. Not when you mess up like that, you don't get any leeway. Oh, I mean, listen, Zach Taylor was messing up, and then he took the Bungles to a Super Bowl. You know, what uh, I mean? he, he didn't take them anywhere. He was along for the ride. That guy's a well. Coach. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? But coaches still get credit. Now next we got a nice a nice warm out in the desert game a little little Arizona versus Las Vegas yeah, at desert, Vegas desert action that's gonna be a fun time though going to watch a football game in Vegas oh my god Danny has been yeah there. lucky lucky well I went I went a couple months after him but I didn't go to a football game so I only went I went during like the week <laughs> yeah man it's a cool venue but uh, Arizona at Las Vegas this is actually an interesting matchup but I'm taking Vegas. I yeah, think, I think you're not going to see much out of Arizona until Hopkins gets back. Um, so they I'm taking bad. Vegas here. Well, no, Connor, Connor didn't look too bad. Yeah, ah, Connor well, they, they look bad. They look bad. as they like did a general. It's like a general thing. So. I think a lot of that off-season noise around Kyler Murray and the contract really distracted them and caught them yeah. flat-footed. I think it's going to take them a little while to turn around. Cliff Kingsbury isn't any good, so give me Vegas. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what happened last year. That was like an anomaly last year. That was like that was like the the Adam Gase getting to the playoffs that one year with the Dolphins. Yep. And now for our last Sunday night pick, no backpedaling, baby, for Sunday night football. Give Only me Chicago. Time. Give me Chicago over the Packers by a field goal. Green Bay Bears. Suck it. You guys think you own a team. You own nothing. You own like 5% of the team. The rest of it's owned by the Lombardi. Not the Lombardi. Le- Lebeau, Lebeau, whatever. Whatever their stadium's Lombardi. name is. Lombardi. Lambo. Lambos. The Lambos own you. And Lambos own your team. It's true. Uh, last year, we saw the Packers get demolished week one and then turn into God mode the rest of the year. Same yeah. thing happens this year. Give me Green Bay. I don't Man... I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Rogers is a hippie and out and doing a little too much acid while he plays. He's I've doing, been doing that for the he's past. He's so years. weird. He is so weird, man. He's a weird guy. He's got to be. It's not even like a fun kind of weird either. He's like that that dude in college that you know that like tries a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's the guy that brings the guitar to the party and knows uh, how to play totally Wonderwall. Is. Yes, he knows how to play like Wonderwall and like other Goo Goo Doll songs. Did you see his haircut? Yeah, he looks like he looks like Nicolas Cage from Face Off. It's bad. It's he looks like he looks like he looks like John Travolta disguised as Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? It's bad. Like, it's horrible. Anyway, Double give me letter. Chicago while Tim while Tim picks the clearly the the Vegas approved choice. I know yeah. the rest of you guys will be picking the sea bass cold hard lock of the century of the week, taking the Bears over the Packers. And now let's get a little Monday night action, a little doubleheader here. Doubleheader! Nice doubleheader. Giving, giving everybody a reason to stay up till 12 o'clock all at Tennessee night. Tennessee at Buffalo and Minnesota at oh, Philly. God, give me give me Buffalo over Tennessee, and it's not even a contest. There's not even anything yeah. to explain. Like, Tennessee is really bad. Um, Tannehill doesn't beat the, 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 the Bills at all. But there's some weird stuff happens in this Tennessee at Buffalo matchup. Derrick Henry had that stiff arm and Josh Norman a couple of years back. Uh, when they had that COVID that was a good one. On Wednesday night. That was um, so there is a lot of uh, history between these two teams. They don't like each other very much. Uh, but I will take Oh, and there's also, there's also the Music City Miracle for, your, uh, for me doing a little uh, uh, back in the day for you guys. Oh, thank you for the history lesson. 
and welcome. So uh, I think this game will be closer than the Rams-Buffalo game, uh, but I'm still taking the Bills. Oh, also, a uh, little tidbit, uh, fun fact. Last time the Browns went 1-0 and was like 2003 with Tim Couch as their QB. If you didn't remember, Tim Couch, he existed and was an NFL quarterback. Now, last game, last game of the NFL Week 2. Yes, the rematch of the 2017 NFC Championship. Minnesota at Philadelphia. This is a sneakily You mean the 2019? You mean the 2019? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I forgot they played in 2019. That's when you're... Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, was it 20? When did the Eagles win a Super Bowl? 2017. That's what I said. Oh my God! I thought it was 2019. Good no, Lord! I have, oh my bit. God! It's been six years since the Eagles won it, dude. For me, it feels like it's been a year or two since the Eagles won a Super Bowl. I don't know yeah, why. It feels like they just won. Oh my God! All right, so give me. Oh man, that's a tough one. Minnesota. Uh, it's crazy to think this that Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota has Jalen Rieger and Justin Jefferson. It's crazy. I, I know Jalen Rieger has to be seething. What? Well, that's kind of stupid though, because like. I mean, man, I don't know why they went and got Jalen Rieger because they have KJ Osborne, who's like even better. You have Thaline, just you have Justin Jefferson, your obvious number one. Thaline, your number two, and you have KJ Osborne for your slot. Primo, you don't need no Jalen Rieger, but give me, man, this one, this one is tough. Yeah, because it's like I like Minnesota because of their offense and their defense is actually good. And Philly, like, just went out and scored like it was nobody's business. Jalen Hurts actually looked good, Tim. Huh? I know. Huh? I, I, I already yeah. officialed my uh, – yeah. I, I submitted my official apology to Jalen Yeah, you Hurts. better even apologize. He's not getting benched. Good man. Yeah, Gar- for Gardner Minshew, that's why I want to hit you over the head with something sometimes. <laughs> like, like I, I get the fun because he wears the jorts and has the mustache and shit. But, like, get out of here. Get, get. Jalen Hurts is, like, a quarterback. One of these well, days, these one of these uh, takes are going to hit, and I'm going to feel like the smartest man on earth. But today is me, not that day. Give me Philly. Give me Philly. I feel like it's going to be a close game, but I think Philly's going to pull it out. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota here. Um, Justin Jefferson looked like the best receiver in the league. It's either him or Adams for me. Um, so I'm going to take him in a big spot. Um, but this is going to be a very tough game. The Eagles secondary is nasty. Um, so it, it should be a really exciting game. Definitely flip that one on over Tennessee at Buffalo because uh, I think that's going to be the more interesting. So. For your for your earlier take about uh, Russell Wilson, um, if uh, Pete Carroll didn't outsmart himself and just let Russell Wilson do something, uh, I think uh, I think they would have had a they would have had a two Super Bowls in a row. You're probably right. And with that. That is the show uh, with our skeleton crew here, Tim and Sebastian. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, subscribe to the uh, – what, what the hell is this? Subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, listen to the Spotify. podcast. Un- unsubscribe, re-subscribe, rate it, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, put it on your Instagram story, put it everywhere you conceivably put it, put up posters around your neighborhood, staple them. Hey, the do that. Post. do that thing where you got paper and then you like – like they did in cartoons where they paint it with glue and next thing you know, the, the paper just sticks to the wall. Do that. Yes, do that. Also, also before we get out of here, remember one last thing. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Chris Olave for Jamar Chase is a good trade. Thank Horrible you. Trade. And good night. Trade. Good night, everybody. This has been the Flag on the Plate podcast. Send all your hate mail to Danny.
He's going to be in Elon's basement for a while. <laughs>